Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for December 22nd, and it is finally, officially winter in the Northern Hemisphere, but now the news. You know, when it comes to safety regulations, Americans seem to get more hysterical than anyone else in the world. The National Transportation Safety Board recently recommended that all mobile phones be banned in cars, even hands-free ones. But in a startling outbreak of common sense, Transportation Secretary Ray LaHood says he does not support that ban. You know, back in the 1970s, safety zealots actually wanted regulations that would force everyone in a car to wear a crash helmet. Fortunately, that idea went nowhere. In Italy, they seem to change prime ministers as often as the rest of us change our socks. Now, rumors are swirling around the country that Luca de Montezemolo might run for PM. Luca is the president of Ferrari and has been heavily involved in Formula One, which, come to think of it, is probably one of the best training grounds for political maneuvering, bribery, deceit, cheating, and subterfuge. Forget about reading Machiavelli. Formula One is a much more instructive classroom if you want to be Prince. Whoa, stop the presses. A few weeks ago, General Motors announced it's working to put an end to rusty brake rotors through a special heat treating process. Today, its engineers are looking to eradicate brake squeal as well. The company just announced that it has patented a design for a new type of rotor. These discs have special metallic rings inside. The inserts are installed during the casting process, but surprisingly, they're not solidly fixed to the discs. This allows them to absorb vibrations, which cuts noise. Think of the design as a bell that does not want to ring. GM's quiet brakes are still under development, but look for this technology to reach the market in about two or three years. The unpopular Honda Cross Tour is getting some updates for the new year. Front-wheel drive models will now be offered with a 2.4-liter four-cylinder engine. Despite being paired with an antiquated five-speed automatic transmission, the fuel economy numbers jump to 21 city and 29 highway. That's two to three MPGs better than with the V6. The Cross Tour has been a sales dud, and I think the company's looking for some kind of quick fix to try and get more people to buy it. It's been a tough year for Toyota with natural disasters in Japan and Thailand cutting into production and profits. But next year, Toyota expects a 20% jump in global sales to about 8.5 million units. This year, the company expects a little over 7 million sales. Kia just introduced an electric version of its Ray for the Korean market, which the company says is the first production EV to be introduced in the country. It's got a range of 86 miles and can be recharged in six hours on a 220-volt outlet. Top speed? 81 miles an hour, and it moves from 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in 16 seconds. As bad as that sounds, it's actually better than the gasoline-powered version. When it's traveling under 12 miles an hour, the Ray EV emits recorded engine noises to warn pedestrians. 
it will be produced on the same production line as the gasoline version, which Kia claims is a first for an EV maker. But maybe they're not aware that Ford's doing the same thing with the Focus. Kia plans to produce 2,500 of these EVs next year for use by government agencies. And a quick correction here. Yesterday we reported prices for the Tesla Model S and we said they included the $7,500 federal tax credit, but in fact, they did not include that credit. I'm Andrew Justice in the mountains of Virginia with the fastest car in Volkswagen's lineup. That story just ahead. Everyone knows the Golf is Volkswagen's small economy car, which makes it a perfect fit for their R package, making the Golf R Volkswagen's not only fastest model, but a very important car for the brand as well. Well, it, it truly fits that niche of the performance halo. Uh, this car uh, really speaks to the enthusiast crowd. I, I really think that this is the, in, in some sense, the pulse and the heartbeat of Volkswagen. It's, uh, it, it kind of stands for everything that Volkswagen stands for, you know, better engineering for all. Uh, it has that premium, high-quality feel without breaking the bank. And uh, overall, it's just a really amazing, fun-to-drive car, and that's what Volkswagen's all about. Even though this is the third edition of the Golf R to come to America, it still has a lot of firsts, and one of them is the engine. So this is our third um, all-wheel drive Golf that we've offered in the States. Uh, 2012 Golf R, but this is the first time that it has a turbocharged engine. So two liter turbo based on the GTI, uh, just with some added horsepower and torque, and the fourth generation of the Haldex um, all-wheel drive system. So for us, it's the first time with all-wheel drive and a turbocharged uh, engine in a Golf. Even though the Golf R is a car perfectly suited to the roads of California, when it goes on sale this December, Volkswagen says that it will be available all across the country even here in the mountains of Virginia. For AutoLine Daily, I'm Andrew Justice. Hey, don't forget to tune in tonight for a special Christmas edition of AutoLine After Hours, and it's going to be the last show of the year. Join me, Peter DeLorenzo and David Welch, as we play Santa Claus, handing out presents and lumps of coal for the best and the worst of 2011. It's going to be fun and funny so join us tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on AutoLine After Hours. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.